0: What do you value? What lights you up? What inspires you? Find your authentic code yeah. and know that find expanders too that can show you and start unlocking you. there is that perfect job. There is like what you want exists and if it doesn't, you have the ability to create it.
1: Welcome to the expanded podcast with your host Lacey Phillips. As a leading manifestation advisor with a process that's, well, radically different from the old new age model, mine is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. I created this podcast to help you expand your subconscious limiting beliefs about the potential of deserving the manifestations you're calling in. Therefore, you're tuning into this podcast series to show your subconscious that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of manifesting it. Today's episode is a very important and dear one to my heart because today is the day that we all officially say goodbye to Lila, well, internally and the team. We're all having a big holiday team dinner on the 15th of December, and that's where we really officially say bye, but today we have to say bye to her at the brand. And Lila is somebody that I hold so, so dear to my heart. She was the very first person that I manifested to come and help me. Go from being a founder and person of one, to a brand, to becoming a full-blown team of, I think we're 11 at this point, and there will be nobody like Lila ever. It's kind of like when you have a first love. Lila's my first work love. I just have to give her so much appreciation and thanks for everything that she's brought to this brand, everything she brought to me personally. I mean, Lila's the person who went and rescued Marigold out of the little kill shelter in Downey with Shannon, who's another beautiful, beautiful person in this community. And therefore, this is a really big heartfelt goodbye, but a very exciting one for Lila too, because I've gotten to watch her grow tremendously, just turning into and blossoming to an even more beautiful person with even more skills. And I could see her interest starting to percolate, you know, what she wanted to do with her life and she could feel it. And so we finally all get to just watch her make that transition and start to manifest in her next experience that really puts together all of her skill sets and all of her interests and has her pivoting more into the film and television world. And it's a real honor to watch that. So this episode's fully de- dedicated to Lila's transition and to career and money. We go into the beginning of sort of a little mini process of her process of transitioning out of the brand and taking a little break and calling in her next career path, whatever that might end up being. I know she's a non-specific, so she's going to manifest something even bigger than her wildest dreams. And then we give a real heavy hitter of money. I know money and career are at the forefront of most people's minds this season. We've certainly been seeing it on the speaking tour. It's probably the number one subject, that in love, that we see. So we thought that this would be a really cool episode to put out for the new year, It's a recording of the class that we have within The Pathway that we put out every two weeks. It's where you ask your most pressing questions, members of The Pathway, any questions you're having with the process, with your own manifestation practice in life, and we go through and we answer it. And so that's just what we're doing in this one, fully focused on career and money. If you are wanting to tune in to Supported or any of the workshops, we have the Black Friday sale going on right now, which is our biggest sale of the year. And it's only going on from today to Cyber Monday. If you follow the link below, you can either sign up for The Pathway, which will take you to our new platform we're launching in January. And you'll be getting it for the discounted code of $18 a month for a year, as opposed to our $24.99. And this offer goes for existing members as well. When you follow the link below and you sign up for this sale, you get in at the $18 price. And automatically on Monday, your old membership will be canceled and you'll roll right into this one. Or you can use that link and it will take you to purchase a la carte for half off our normal prices. And really cool things to look forward to, which I mentioned in the episode on Wednesday on the new platform, is it's all new DREs or their re records that are a little bit more targeted and specific from the old ones. You can save all of the DIs. So all of my hypnosis is, you used to not be able to do that on our old platform. And now they're saveable, just like you would in Spotify. So you can listen to them and access them offline. Gosh, there's so much that's in this new platform. We're really, really excited. And we have a couple of other really exciting launches happening in January as well. And a whole new content model that we're putting out that I haven't seen before. So, you have that to look forward to. And there will be a lot of perks only available in this new model. So, you will be getting it at this discounted rate this time. And then after Cyber Monday, it ends. So, just follow that link below if it interests you. And of course, we have the Give 20, Get 20. So, many of you tell your friends and family about this work after you've had profound experiences and you used to just do it out of the total excitement and kindness of your heart. And now you can make money. And so can they, you can follow that link below, certainly sign up to the newsletter for a chance to win a lifetime membership to the pathway, which you can also find that sign up below. And other than that, you have New York. If you are even thinking about going to the New York speaking tour, we have opened up more tickets I don't know how sold out it is today because I'm totally disconnected and in this holiday season away from the computer, but I do know that it was sold out. We opened it up to 600 people because it was sold out at 420. Last count, it was getting up there. So if this is something you want to attend, certainly act fast and you can find that code below. Let's get into today's episode. We thought we'd do a special episode today because Lila is going to fully be transitioning after this month onto her new path. Whatever that is. (laughs) She's already magnetic. She has a lot of dates this week for everybody that's been following along. But why don't you tell us about, because you know the formula so well, Mm -hmm. leading up to this point, like how did you save up for everybody out there who's afraid to leave their cushy job or their thing? Like how did you save up your FU fund? Do you have a bridge job? Tell us all the things. Sure. So
0: for me, like as soon as I get a ping to do something, well, it depends, I guess on the ping, but a little like voice of of intuition to move on, it usually takes me a long time to fully accept that. (laughs) But once I had that idea in my head that Maybe what I wanted to do, being an MG, changing my mind all the time, (laughs) but what I wanted to do or focus on would be in a different area. Then I just started, I mean, I had savings, but I just started being a little more conscious about savings. And I do have another job that's like a other kind of part-time job. So I'm keeping that as my bridge job. Mm -hmm. So that'll like float me for a little.
1: And it's in the realm of your interest. It is.
0: Yeah. And it's, I'm surrounded by expanders, which is really nice because I'm a photo editor with these other photographers. And so yeah, so I found myself expanded by, or surrounded by expanders. And obviously I had a lot of things to unblock because I'm very codependent Mm -hmm. and it's really hard for me to like leave anything. And, and I'm also just, I've done so much unblocking around money that I thought I was fully in the clear, but then still the idea of like losing what you're used to Mm -hmm. or that even like that lifestyle I was used to.
1: What fears have come up?
0: fears that like, I won't make that much again, mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to like really struggle for a while. I was really afraid I'd have to resort back to babysitting. But then I realized like, I don't have to. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <you laughs> like, go. Yeah. So I definitely was faced with a lot of triggers, which was interesting because I, again, I thought I had cleared them all, but they had still come up a little bit for me. So I really worked on facing those, doing a lot of DREs when they were coming up and also just going through opulence again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I felt a little more confident in that sense. And then being able to have, first of all, like I've really been working on my codependency. So, yeah. um, trying to like be able to have a little bit more of a stronger voice for myself and learning to like be okay, not necessarily like, confrontational, but like bringing things up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So finally I just felt like, I just felt that internal urge to do something else or, or stretch another muscle or whatever. And so, And I kept getting this, this thing too, that I needed more free time in order to focus on yeah just like a second to breathe and just focus on my own stuff.
1: I think that's really important too, because even when I used to work like in production and stuff like that, and I was acting at the same time, I couldn't fully, it was like, I was so tired and like had one focus that I couldn't. You know, so it exactly. gives you that space. Yeah. The more creative freedom. Exactly.
0: And even on days where I had like less to do, it still I had like the idea, I just like I realized I have to have a clear slate. Like yeah. I have to have a clear slate. And I kept having that urge to just, just like play and create and take classes. And I just felt like I didn't have space to do that. So finally I was able to <laughs> bring up the courage to to mention to you that I was hoping to transition and you were so just so open to that, which I'm so grateful for. But so I was able to then for this past month, just be a little more part-time or or less than that. And so I could have a little bit more of like a slope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah.
0: Instead of just like diving headfirst, which was, which was really, really helpful. But realizing that and having that and thinking that's what I wanted it, but then still having that voice, like, no, you need to be clear. No, you need to be clear. And also, realizing that it was kind of like a test because yeah. I knew that I, I was attached to a lot of things, but I, I knew that I needed to have that clean slate. So,
1: yeah, she passed the test for like, <laughs> you can stay for a contractor amount. I know a, I, like, oh I, know. No I have to say no. <laughs> and your Danny was your, a support system yeah, throughout oh all of these processes. Yeah. Danny Beinstein Danny will Beinstein. leak her below, though I think everybody knows about yeah. her. What was her reading?
0: Well, it's really, really funny actually, because, so I've spoken to her a few times in the past year, maybe like three times, but um, she keeps reiterating that I'm going through this huge Pluto transit over, I might be saying all this wrong, but over like all of my, all my planets are pretty much in the second house, which is money and identity and value. Yeah. and. All of my planets are Capricorn. So it's like everything was, it was just really, really intense. And so she's like, How are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, Danny. I was so conflicted. But she she was like, Well, this this Pluto Transit is a lot about you figuring out like how you identify with money, but also like how you what you truly value. And mm-hmm. she's like, what you need to do. Um, is you need to learn to just surrender to your Capricorn, like has that ego of, well, I want to have this and I want to do this. And I, she's like, you need to just release that label. Cause you don't know what you're going to need next month. You don't know what you're going to want next month. Like everything is changing so quickly for you mm-hmm. that you need to just sink into that feeling of like how, she was like, it's a subconscious thing, and it's hard to put into words. But she's like, you have to sink into that underlying feeling. Like, what is that? How do you want to feel in that freedom? And, and well, to me, I was like, freedom. Yeah. Like I need to feel freedom. And but she's like, yeah, just sink into that and then allow that to to flow. Totally. Um, so really, learning to surrender and let go of like planning, which I feel like has been a journey for me.
1: Yeah. But committing. And committing. <clears throat>
0: and committing. But she did say too, she was like, this whole thing started on December 20th, 2018 and is like wrapping up now. It'll end like right, pretty much right after my birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like that December 20th could have been the day I started with you because it was that December 2018. (gasps) I know. That is so <laughs> Isn't that true. crazy? So yeah, the whole, um, my whole transit started on December 20th, 2018 and is ending right around after my birthday. But I realized like December 20th could have been the date that I started with you because I started the end of December 2018. Oh, it was
1: right before I was leaving for Scotland too. Yeah. Because like like I remember week,
0: I was weeks. home for Christmas and I was like going through, no, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just remember. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was like, that's so crazy. And, wow. and she's like, Yeah. And I was like, I think I started processing. Usually when I'm on the phone with Danny, it's like me babbling on her being like, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I just needed someone to, to you know. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was like, wow, I really feel like I was led to this to to have so many tools. Like mm-hmm. she's like, Yeah, you know, you you have so much Potential is the wrong word, but like there's so much you can do because of your like empathy and compassion, but you just needed the right tools. And I was like, wow, it's crazy that I'm I'm, like graduated. I feel like I started with you right at the time I needed clearly. Because if I hadn't had the depth of knowledge that I do now about just like how things work or at least like
1: how, how, yeah, energetics
0: and how, how much I've unblocked and faced my or integrated shadow. I don't know what I would have done during this like crazy tumultuous time.
1: Yeah, especially also like nannying still. Yeah, exactly. And just being like, that. yeah,
0: tired, exhausted all the time. You've
1: grown so much. Yeah.
0: So I realized that now I feel like I've like graduated with all these tools. Yeah. And so now I'm excited because I'm not going to actively look for anything until the new year and just give myself that freedom that and space. space. Yeah. And Use and allow those tools to like sink in deeper and just kind of like ride out the rest of this crazy transit.
1: Well, you're going to be really magnetic. I
0: cannot wait.
1: (laughs) What advice would you have for anybody who right now is three things thinking of leaving their current career to transition more in alignment with themselves, Mm -hmm. or I'm sure it's similar advice, um, or has been hesitating, not good enough to go after the thing they want, or is happy where they are right now but just wants to take it deeper like being at this pivotal moment before the new year?
0: Yeah, what advice would I have? I think I would kind of steal Danny's advice, but really tune into like, there's, for me, I put a lot of pressure on like what I'm doing and what the job is that I'm doing and like wanting or not wanting to do that. But and I allowed that to distract me from like, from how do I want to feel? And so I would say like really tune into what that undercurrent is like, why are you so unsatisfied or why do you want to get out? And then allowing that to drive you. Cause Mm -hmm. I think when you start getting attached to different labels or whether it's just like the idea of having a career and having like a job that you go to, then I think that's when you start to feel really stuck. I needed like one foot to go onto another step Mm -hmm. or another stone. Like I just needed something to label. And so really releasing all of that and tuning into how I knew I needed to feel. And then also really looking at my authentic code. Mm-hmm. So I went back to that and like how I can invest or how I can allow that to lead me.
1: So yeah, maybe I'm just projecting what worked for me. But. Yeah. And I think for the person who's sitting there, you know, you're like, I'm not good enough to go after this thing. You know, it's the imposter syndrome or right. whatever follow the pings. They'll lead the way. I think, you know, we just finished the brave roadmap Mm -hmm. and that I think had wonderful tools of how to jump off cliffs that scare you. Like now's the time before the new year to do that, to put the magnetism in motion for the next year. And I think for the person who's satisfied where they are right now, I would say like taking evaluation of how much you've accomplished mm-hmm. and then looking at, you know, what skill set you really want to fine-tune in moving yeah. forward in your life mm-hmm. and how you can optimize that, make more money for that. I think it's really just doubling down on what is your skill set that makes you so valuable and like really, really honing in on that yeah. to become invaluable to anywhere you're at.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot to be said about taking inventory. Of like your accomplishments and how far you've gone. Yeah. Cause I realized like even being able to like come and tell you that I wanted to leave, I would have, that would have been like so horrifying yeah. for me before and being able to really speak for myself and that.
1: It's is, so hard. Yeah. It's funny too, because everything you're saying, it's always connected, but it's so applicable in love when you're in the relationship, yeah, you don't want to be anymore. And like how afraid <laughs> Which I've you are also to be faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> God. <laughs> and then like, you know, navigating that period. What if I never get someone this good again? You know, all that kind of stuff. And so it's, again, they're just so energetically intertwined. So, well, then that's so exciting. We're definitely going to do a process episode (laughs) so we can talk about that further. Obviously everybody should continue following on Lila's journey. You can share your Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. At Lila Bell. (laughs) <laughs> and which you delete sometimes and go yeah, back exactly. on exactly. <laughs> and I don't really
0: post that much, but you can, you can check in. Actually, I'm so grateful for all of the people who've reached out to me because I a lot of people have shared their story as to how they've Gained their own
1: clarity, or like um,
0: how a lot of people have reached out about art therapy that they're wow. doing. So I appreciate that. And
1: also, what, because you're moving more into film, you maybe like tell some of the things, the clues you have oh, sure. right now of what you know you want next to sort of look like.
0: Yeah. So, I'm really hoping that with more space, I'll get a little bit more clear, but I've had a lot of pings where I'm still really drawn to, to set mm-hmm. on set and getting more interested in my own photography and understanding like where that intersects. Cause I've always loved street photography and so now I'm just kind of like listening to what excites me mm-hmm. and like what lights me up <laughs> as an MG.
1: <laughs> so if you guys have pings on that, yeah, exactly. get in touch with Lila if anybody's
0: looking for <laughs> something stressed. like that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to do um, behind the scenes photography,
1: hopefully. Yeah, on set, street, yeah. just wherever that takes you. So mostly photography, writing. Yeah, and writing, but that's more of a long game. It's okay. more of like a therapeutic thing. I see. And creative outlet. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: cool. Well, let's kick off some questions. <laughs> Can you speak on not manifesting everything on your list? Because in the last nine months, things have changed a lot. Looking through one I made last November, I realized some things didn't apply anymore or I followed things that led me elsewhere. Mostly the only things I did not manifest were with money and consistency in the work I was calling in. So feeling a little discouraged and wondering if it's because I've changed my career
1: ideas around so much that the universe is unclear. It kind of varies for uh, person to person, right? So manifesting comes down to the energetic projection you're putting out there. And it doesn't mean like your vibration or your thoughts. It means your belief system. And so for you, maybe what you were calling on as you realized throughout the year wasn't in soul, like we talk about all the time, calling in your your soul wants, your core essence wants. Um, Maybe it wasn't as close to the truth as possible. So it could be because you're wishy washy, sure, it could be sending mixed signals, but again, manifestation isn't that tepid. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's trepid, I don't know what that word is. It's not that, like, I don't know, flowy. Yeah. It's, there's a little bit more of a subconscious push. So if I were in your position, I'd really be A. It's really hard and I had to sit in the space for a long time, but kind of okay with more clues downloading over time, which I know can make somebody feel stagnant. And B, I'd really be looking for where I'm not expanded enough yet and what I still haven't unblocked. Um, You know, there's all, can you, do you have examples of that, Lila, where you're like, I've done all the work. I mean, I know I'm expanded and I'm unblocked in what I want financially. And then a new thing will hit and you'll be like, oh, whoa, I didn't even see that. Like, have you ever had that? I'm trying to think of a specific example I could share, but
0: do you mean in the sense that like a new block will present itself or a yeah. new, a new desire
1: or a new block that you just didn't anticipate yeah, that was I didn't... blocking you or that was even an issue?
0: Well, I don't know. One thing, which might be a little bit of a tangent, I was actually a question I was going to ask personally at the end of this one, yeah. but, and I don't know if this is a block, it's like almost like a reverse block mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> because I've like unblocked so much that now this might have become, okay. I'll like a new layers in. presented. Kind of. Yeah. Or like I've create. I don't know. I'll explain. All right. So, yeah. so, um, I have done a lot of, I feel like most of the work I've done is around money and mm-hmm. I feel extremely unblocked around money. And this past year I've seen so much just like abundance come to me more than I expected from a lot of different places. But also a lot of the work that I did on unblocking, like you know, lack belief or ideas of lack that I grew up with, my dad being like so cheap about Wait, everything. Wait, can you talk
1: about the sock?
0: Oh my God, Example? I accidentally.
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> background, I accidentally purchased $50 cashmere socks, <laughs> one pair. Yeah. And every time I look at them, I think of my dad because he was thought my mom was my mom teaches aerobics and is really into exercise so she would like indulge in these nine dollar socks like nine dollar a <laughs> pair of workouts yeah workout <laughs> socks that are supposed to be like i not aerated but Whatever, like, something whatever. before there was something like special. grips on the. Yeah, exactly. Or and my dad like thought it was ridiculous that she would spend nine dollars on a pair of socks and would always make these comments about spending like nine her nine dollar socks. <laughs> or like if she uh, if she would like walk in them without shoes, he'd be like, you're ruining your nine dollars. Like made <laughs> such a big deal about it. So now every time I look at my fifty dollar cashmere socks, I'm like, oh, my God, my dad would. Throw I don't know ah. what he would do. He would throw up. <laughs> he bought a, a, a blazer from the, our local, like, thrift store for 25 cents. And he's, like, obsessed with a
1: 25-cent ah. blazer. <laughs> so that's an example so that That's That's talking
0: about. Like, very – and especially as – I'm the oldest, so I think as I've become more of an adult, my parents feel more open about talking about their finances around me, mm-hmm. which was really triggering to me. Um, And so, anyways, I've created boundaries – And I've
1: unblocked so much where I don't feel that personal your What do your boundaries look like for somebody who's out there? So my
0: boundaries are, like, if my mom starts trying to, because usually it's my mom, or sometimes my dad brings this up or, like, talks about how, like, something's really expensive or, like, oh, like, complains about something that has to do with their personal finances. I just don't engage. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, I haven't been able to fully be like, look, I don't want you to tell me that. So it's more of, like, a, it's more of, like, a, Subconscious or internal mm-hmm. boundary that I build. So I just let it, like, I just don't even let it affect me anymore. And I'm just have separated myself so much from them. Like, I don't rely on them for anything at all, other than actually my phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the last shit. You got to, I know that. Yeah. I do. That's the last little string once I'm off their insurance in what, three months? So yeah. that's like my, but, um, so I've been able to fully energetically separate from their own financial issues. I never have to ask them for money or worry about that at all. I buy my own tickets home, like all that stuff. Good. So, yeah, so now it's... Also, if I was a parent, I'd be like, thank you. I know. Right? <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um. So those are the boundaries I've built. Is like not expecting anything from them, but also like not engaging when they try to talk about it. Tuning them out if they're having their own conversation, I'll just like won't even listen. So I don't know if it's like creating some sort of Ignor- uh, Ignorance—probably is probably the wrong word—but just like those are my those are my boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's great, so it doesn't affect me anymore. Yeah, but within that, I think because I've been so focused on unblocking this lack idea of lack and frugality, like extreme frugality that I had all throughout college, um, I now like all like in, I'll indulge on fifty dollars socks accidentally, but I'll indulge on like more expensive things, and I won't even think twice about it. And most often, like it comes back around tenfold. Totally, but. Recently, I had this realization or like question, I guess, because I'm also I think being an MG and needing to be spontaneous and also just being an impatient person. I instead of like like for example, I really wanted a new lens for my camera, and the lens I want is twenty five hundred dollars. So I could have gone about like consciously manifesting it, but because I was so impatient, I was like, I just want it now. Who cares? It's a write off, and I just bought it. But for twenty five hundred dollars, and after that, I was like, maybe I could have if I had been more patient, like. And then I was thinking about a lot of other things that I've just done that. Like, I don't wait for there to be a sale. I just buy it. Like, I wonder, am I communicating that, like, I don't need something cheaper? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's so many opportunities where I could have been, like, smarter or I don't know if smarter is the right word, but I could have, like, allowed something to come that would have been a little more affordable for me. But instead, because
1: I'm like so anti-lack, I'm like, who cares if it's the full price? This is a good <laughs> question because I think a lot of people have this question when they first start the formula and magnetism and they're like, what should I actually put on my list? Like I can go out and buy the white Levi's yeah. or whatever, you know, do I put that on? And and I think it's really important to really explain that money all comes down to energetic. So the more you are open... Like, and it's a, it's a fine line because we're not talking about going into debt, right? Lila saves. Yeah. You, I'm hoping you're putting away for yeah. your retirement. And You've I got always your make investing sure I can pay off my credit cards
0: and everything. We're talking
1: about like your totally liquid cash that you right. could spend on groceries, food, whatever a month. So right. she's not going into debt. So it's really important to talk about the more um, there's an energetic to get really close to on this. So let me see how to articulate it when you are living within the structure, that's not lack-based, but it's goal-based of which you set up for yourself. So maybe if like, again, a lot of finance books talk about this, right? What are your top three goals? And that's actually energetically really good to get clear about a manifestation when it comes to finances. So mine was always, um, freedom, number one, above all freedom, family travel. So it's like when, Your money you're socking away is kind of, it's kind of like having an authentic code and money, you know what I mean? So it's like when those three things are being fed, um, you've created a budget or a structure within those three things and you just have this expendable income that you don't feel like you're being too over lavish with or too irresponsible with. When you go and just purchase on the fly in total abundance the thing that you want, say the lens, you're actually creating way more space for more money to come through. So it's, and I know like for you, I think it's, we should be like really open with people. And I think we will in a podcast episode that you're starting to transition more into like the film and television world and away from the brand. So it's like, you're going to start being tested with money right now before those things come through, like full Full flood. So it's really important in this space and time that you're like 10 times more will come back. I'm mm-hmm. in total abundance, you know? So to answer the question more clearly, I can bring it back down. When your structure of your goal, like let's say your retirement's good, you know, you're putting into that monthly, your bills are paid. And you've come up with your energetic structure that your goals you're saving for, or you're putting money away for, and that's fed. If you can actually go out and physically buy the thing, it makes you more abundant and more money comes okay. when you just do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and you're a non-specific manifester. So I right. wouldn't even put your <laughs> eggs into a basket of like that specific lens yeah. is going to come to me in right. some, you know, some that's way. True. Right. Yeah. But it's like, the real magic in your non-specificness mm-hmm. is to just put the feelings, the needs you want onto a list, may it be to do with equipment that you want or yeah. few, you know, whatever, and allow that to float in how it does while you continue to just pay full price, again, within that structure mm-hmm. of things on the spot that you can get. So again, if you're first starting out and money is your thing and you're doing the formula and magnetism, you're like, well, technically I could go out and buy this thing I would play with to see if I can manifest it just by that thing, but put the little thing on your list that's harder, like the vintage version of red tag, five Oh one jeans. Like that's a fucking (laughs) fine. You have to find those somewhere. So it's like, um, I do the same, but I can always feel again, if I'm living out of the means of my goals and I'm just now being like dumb, you know, and I'm just doing it to numb or like, Feed me because I'm depressed or overworked. That's something to do work on and reel back in. But again, if it's a full price thing, go and go and get it. Because not only does it bring more abundance your way, it's also going to attract in more of that item that you want. So a great example of that. I'll give an example of this. So clearly, like brands are more than happy to send us free stuff when we want, because we're really conscious. We only ever partner with things we ever care about and only speak about things we absolutely love. So it's like a very an integrity brand. So I was just in New York and I went to go and get these LUNYA. I used to always oh, wear the, the eye mask. Yeah. And I went and I was like, fuck, I lost my other one traveling. I'm going to go and get like three so I can have one for Topanga, (laughs) one for the forest house and one for traveling. That way I don't lose any, right? You know, and I'm covered in all places because that's really important for me to have no access to light for my hormones when I'm sleeping. So I go and get all of that. um, And then I'm there and they made this like beautiful new silk onesie. And I was like, fuck, that's really (laughs) cool. I could just get in touch with the brand and ask for it. But also money's energy. I'm abundant. I'll buy it, you know, and I know more of that's going to come to me and more money on top of that. So after doing that, I get home. What shows up in the mail is um because as everybody knows, I'm like the biggest fan of blue blocks <laughs> and I wear them everywhere, all of their colors during the day, during the evening for full blue light protection and then obviously for full uh, and they came out with, uh, unbeknownst to me that they came out with an eye mask for sleeping. That's the most fucking legit sleeping eye <laughs> mask on the planet. It totally bl- blocks a hundred percent of light, and it sits like goggles on your eyes. That's crazy. So that it doesn't put any pressure. And I then, after getting that for free, went and bought two more from them <laughs> full price. We even have a fucking discount code. Yeah. And after I press pay, I'm like, God damn it! See, like I don't even think about <laughs> yeah the discount. Um, and I ordered those and now I know I'm in abundance with Lunia. I'll probably just give those away to friends, you know, or I'll use them if I have to go on a separate travel kind of thing. Then who shows up? Like, not only did I get that, I'm asking for free. Then, um, Koyuchi comes to do a podcast with us. We've partnered with them on the house, totally unpaid. They bring me a onesie, like, (laughs) and those things keep coming to me. So, And then we've now like secured more funding in the company. So it's like, it's just a really good example that I can go out and buy the things I Mm -hmm. want. But again, if it's, if I'm paying full price and blah, 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 and I'm saving my manifestation list to call in like the new people I want to work with, you know, like things that take time to work with the universe, those things just come back and more money comes. So I think that's a good teaching for, that was long-winded, but very good teaching for everybody. No, it makes a lot of sense. And
0: it made me kind of think of, because I think when I think of like, I don't know if it was necessarily in low worth, but I was just like not giving a shit about parking tickets and then they started piling up and I was like, maybe I should start giving a shit and stop yeah. Having
1: like So that's one thing I've been like fixing. That's a different message, though.
0: I imagine. That yeah, that,
1: that it's <laughs> it's more like a what's going on when you're getting them, like right. what energy are you in, and B, it's like pay attention, pay attention. You're not paying attention to yeah. stuff. Which,
0: but and it's funny because it made me pay attention, and that's what's then made me be like, okay, where am I?
1: Like just that's great wasting. It's putting you back into yeah, your exactly. Square. And it did. It put yeah. me right
0: back in my square. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Like, and I'm okay. just like spending stupid money on this yeah, and this exactly. And, this. and I was like, yeah. that all could have gone here. But then I
0: think of like the time. Sometimes, like when I was manifesting the lens, even though I wasn't specific about, I guess non-specifically, I ended up kind of manifesting the funds for the lens. Yeah, there you go. Realizing, and you just made me realize that that usually when there's like something big that I really want,
1: that month I'll be more abundant, mm. and I didn't even put two and two together. That's a huge <laughs> thing for people to hear. So again, like, and this is kind of advanced, right? This is when you've done unblocked money you've done how to manifest you've been getting your trust muscles strong like lila's so advanced in this work that's why we Mm -hmm. can co-have this conversation about things you know and like nitpick at stuff um you're out of you've like worked through a lot of your blocks so now what we're talking about or if you're in aries and you get through the shit really quickly (laughs) (laughs) um it's really important to know like Now what we're talking about are straight energetics, like straight energetics. And when you're in that place and you're living within that square, like you listened and you got back into your square Mm -hmm. of goals to live within that. Um, And again, that's for like billionaires. I don't give a fuck who you are. This isn't just money. Like you need to live within your square because usually when you're not within your square and it doesn't mean that you can't be a fluid and free person, that's your square if you're that But when you're in your square, you are not numbing outside of your square to make yourself happy, which is usually the symptom of when you're outside of your squares, you're just like, like, I don't know what you were going through, but you weren't paying attention to things You were probably being flighty in other ways too, right? And the universe is like, yo, like pull it back in. (laughs) Exactly. So that's just something to know. So when you're in that square and you're again, just being abundant, it's not debt, blah, 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 but you're living through that the other things are gonna show up on the physical mm-hmm. and financial. If you're unblocked in them. They just will. Yeah. And it's cool to see. Very cool. <laughs> I agree. All right. We get back to these questions.
0: I'm inspired by so many amazing women that I've either met or follow on Instagram, and I'm always working to find more expanders who are living the kind of life I want to lead fulfilling career, happy marriage, children, beautiful home, etc. However, I've noticed that I eventually find out that many of my female expanders either come from a wealthy family or have married a man with lots of money, allowing them the freedom to live that life. You are a huge expander for me because you have talked a lot about your upbringing and how you've earned your own money, but I can't seem to find many other expanders with the story. I know they're
1: out there. What's going on? with What's the energetic behind this? So that's a really good qu- question. And, th- you know, like there are a few people that I can think of. Well, I'm not going to share their stories because even somebody like Danny Beinstein has been really open. She does come for money. But um, part of our work together was she completely cut off all resources from her family. And that's what made her business start to really go. But my favorite tool to do in this, which I know sounds fleeting but it's not ask the universe to send them to you and you're just going to start weirdly out of nowhere meeting them at a party where you guys are in conversation and they drop clues and you're like oh whoa wow they're that like they built something out of nothing asking and what you do to do that is call them in on your in your journal just as you would a partner like universe these are the expanders <laughs> I yeah. need yeah. they have x y and z can you Different ways that they can present in my life or strangers, friends, friends of friends, social media like, just get very specific about what you're needing expanding in, and they will start to come to you. You'll start to watch a movie or a documentary or somebody at a party, or they will just start to show up. And I forget to even ask. And the moment I do, within weeks, my expanders and stuff start to show up. So that's one thing to do until you're expanded enough around that. It's interesting because I used to feel that way. And in this wellness scene in LA, it's really, really prevalent that people who are successful, they tend to either come for money or have, again, a a spouse that really supports them. But I never let that stop me. And in fact, what I used to really focus on, because when I taught at the preschool I taught at in Santa Monica, everybody was loaded. (laughs) Everybody. But I also was like a broke teacher living in a $300 apartment, you know, being significantly broke. And I was like... If I have a kid one day, universe, I need to have all of these resources because I already know I'm too exhausted and have endocrine issues that I'm going to need like support. I'm going to need, you know, whether it's babysitting, nanny, whatever, I need support because at the time I just knew I wouldn't have partners that were going to be super, super hands-on. So that was like my first view into that world, but they had everything that I didn't have. They all had backgrounds I didn't have, but I knew I could have that some way. And then when I started to parlay into the wellness scene, most people were, you know, what you described. And I still knew that some way... I would figure that out on my own. I didn't know how, and I certainly didn't have it and I didn't come from it, but I just knew. So I think if you have that burning knowing inside of yourself of what you deserve and you ask the universe to start showing you that, they will present, you know? And even a great example for me is like one of the first people I worked for and helped with social media was Amanda Chantal Bacon. And her mom is, I think, the one of the co-owners of Betsy Johnson. Like she comes from a great background of New York, but she also worked her ass off when I worked for her. And I saw her build a company out of nothing and made it and wasn't dependent fully. I don't know her finances, but she made it into something. So I got to see, even if you come from that and you're following your authentic truth, your pings, all your things, like it's going to happen. So I never let that fully stand in my way. So just asking the universe to start to show you where you do have those limits. I
0: always wonder too, the difference between, sorry, I keep asking questions.
1: No, it's great. I think it's so helpful.
0: <laughs> but the difference between like in this case, could she still have block? Could the reason why she's not seeing these expanders come through is because she still has blocks around money being like, I'm, not, I don't know. Like, could that still could that be a, also a mirror of where more blocks are? Because I think of this might be a little bit different, but I have a lot of insecurity in terms of like my skill set and my talent. So whenever I see someone who's like my age who has a job that I want, I'm like, oh well, that's because they're like way more skilled or they like mm-hmm. have had more experience in that certain thing. And so that I feel like is more of an insecurity. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's also because I haven't. I don't know if that's because I'm not expanded to see that, like, them improve in a certain way. Like, what is the balance, if any of that made sense, what is the balance between,
1: like, finding, having it be a mirror to a block versus, like, you're just not expanded enough? I think that's such a good question. And, like, if we, like, even break down further of when I was in those circumstances, I have always known since I was very young that I would be very rich in my life (laughs) because I hated growing up that way. And I was like, I just know… That I will be. There was a knowing inside of me, and I remember when there would be programming around me of people being like, "Money is bad. Money kills this," or um, "People with money are greedy," or "They're they're bad people or bad politicians." And I always would go like, "No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that doesn't make sense," you know. So I think looking at if you have prejudice against something, and then also in how you are saying. Is it an insecurity? I think that's really powerful because there's no way that I could start to manifest any abundance had I have not looked at how much I felt less than because Mm -hmm. I went to a rich elementary school and would make my mom drop me off like down the street and I was one of the poor kids there, you know, and I had to really look at how inferior I felt towards things. So I think also the more you unlock those things, the more like- Minded energy shows up. So the more expanders will show up. So I think that's a really good thing to point out and ask about, mm-hmm. you know, is looking a little bit deeper to see do I still have prejudiceness or do I still have insecurities and inferiority? And I think because I had dealt with a lot of like, yeah, I don't come from, I'm not good enough compared to. I was able to look very clearly in those circumstances to be like, no, I'll still have all that. you like, I will mm-hmm. figure out a way to have all of the things that I want, the lifestyle that I want and my needs met. So I think that's a wonderful point. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That clears up a lot of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, manifestation comes down to three things. Yeah. <laughs> are you expanded enough? Or are you unblocked enough? And are you passing tests and being in your worth? So right. you got to hit all three of them to right. make something <laughs> that's really that simple. <laughs> like truly. It is true. It I is think I, in a way. I say this
0: all the time, I think. But it's so fun knowing, like understanding it and knowing it at a deeper level through just the work with you. It It's like everything
1: just... Does kind of click into those three things, and everything just makes so much more sense. It does, and, and they have like big umbrellas for mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. you know, pertaining to different things. But if you can kind of get down to being like, Yes, 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 you're manifesting, if it's like, Ah, yes, I'm expanded, no, I'm not passing tests, then that, you know, yeah. that's like pretty simplistic to boil it down to yeah. those three things. Just makes life easier, <laughs> even though life is usually not easy, right? But if no. you can, like, look to understand, those lines, yeah. yeah, or boil it down, yeah.
0: I'm a specific manifester. Can I request multiple things that may be in conflict? For example, ultimately I want my own business and we'll start looking, we'll start working on that. But in the interim, I still want progression and promotion in my current role or a new one as a bridge jobber to build a fuck you fund. Will this still work or confuse the universe?
1: Um, It will. And honestly, you'll only be able to manifest the first when the other two are in play and you're expanded enough through them. So it's like, you kind of can't jump from A to Z. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people can if they grew up around that expansion or whatever, but you wanting to have your own company one day is usually going to result from the skill sets and funds and things you're picking up from the current. Or if you like jump out and you're like interning under somebody who's doing exactly what you want to do and they show you everything, all of a sudden you're like, I got this. Cool. I can do this. So um, it's not conflicting. It's like actually linear in a way you're expanding along the way picking up skill sets really seeing oh I can do this I can have this so I think one traditionally can lead to the other some people are freaks of nature yeah just blue (laughs) yeah Grace would be an example yeah exactly Aries I think is an example she's like
0: president of the United States yeah yeah cool got it she's like here's
1: the marketing plan for my campaign (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay what should I make of a toxic work environment with high stress, bad management, and narcissism, yet I have a few amazing expanders around me who I'm learning so much from, and I love the work I'm doing. I feel very conflicted about whether to leave or stay because when I've inter- when I've interviewed for other roles, it becomes clear I currently get paid above industry standards, and I'm unwilling to take a pay cut. We are also planning to try and get pregnant next year, and this company offers a great maternity package. What is happening here energetically?
1: I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest (laughs) with this one. So number one, yay, that you have expanders around. B, I hope you're taking every opportunity possible to use this current experience as a mirror so you can unblock, like literally doing the daily reprogramming exercise every day and being like, why was that person catty and talked bad about me? I'm going to go look at how I attracted that. Um, But the real truth is, and this is how people kind of get stuck in these cycles. Like and I'm gonna go off on a tiny tangent. My one of my very first jobs that I manifested in LA, like fresh country bumpkin out of my hometown, that I literally was working across the street as a hostess, 69 Market Street, and across the street there was this company that was beautifully it was beautiful architecture, it was so cool. The people would come in to have drinks and they were so cool. And then I would ask them what they did, and they're like, Oh, we're a VFX house. It's like, what the fuck is that? But it just seems so glamorous, and I knew it had to do something with film and television. And I was in that and an actress and I want I'm going to work there like you know and then I ended up manifesting that within a month and a half. And I always say with people who kind of get stuck in this corporate world or this kind of thing when I was working there I moved up very quickly and I had a point where the executive producer said, "Do you want to come be my executive assistant? If you do, you have to let acting go. Right now they would let me on auditions." Um, and I sat for a second. I was like, "Okay, well, if I stay, I'll make the glass ceiling of maybe $120,000 in my life. And I see that people get older and they're dependent on it because of benefits and they have a family and this is kind of their thing. If I go freelance, maybe I'll make a little bit more than that. Or maybe if I'm a partner one day and own a little percentage of the company, maybe I'll make $200,000. But I knew I wanted to like be very, very successful. And I go, but if I leave right now, I could potentially do anything and have anything. And I did. So... What the universe is going to do with you, if you stay in this, it's only going to get worse and worse. You're meant to be doing something bigger and better in a different environment. It doesn't mean like me, you're meant to go become that thing. It could be doing what you do at a different company. If you're not willing to take a pay grade and leave... If you're not willing to leave because you're going to have a family because of benefits, it's going to get worse. You're going to keep attracting this kind of situation. Right now, the universe is so graciously trying to push you out of this place in your nest because something you want in your heart, may it be just a better work environment, is waiting there and waiting to connect with you there. So you... Unfortunately, if you want that life, and I would argue would be a far better environment to be a mother in, (laughs) Right, right now is the time and taking a pay grade. So let's say the perfect startup opportunity came to you and it makes you take a pay grade. There's going to be so much flow happening with you, either that you find the next even better thing or that company is going to grow and you'll make the money that you're making now and more. The potential is infinite. However, you, if you stay there, your well-being, your happiness, your life is going to shrink, 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 shrink in the name of security, essentially. And the you know, and what it really means is in the name of settling. So just know right now you're settling. And so if you decide to follow the manifestation process of leaving, even if it's a pay grade, you will be tested. But your tests are going to come from being treated like shit. So they're not really going to come from pay grade kind of things because you sound pretty and you're worth about money. So if we were working together, I would be holding your hand to leave that company and what to take. I would argue that you will be a much happier, healthier, supported mother and that role, that would be my two. And I just have to be honest because I want to save you time and energy. Stay and run into the fire, but it's just going to get worse. <laughs> so, And that kind of stuff starts to affect love. So your partnership, when it gets really bad. So just know that those are the beautiful options you have in front of you. They're hard, but a really bountiful and incredible life awaits door number two, if you take it. Or eventually door number one is going to force you out of your nest in some really horrific way until it makes you go on the journey of door number two. That's And it's hard, but that's... And I say that the universe loves you and it's working with you. That's why this is even happening to you because it wouldn't give a shit. It would just make your life really complacent otherwise. I'm a non-specific manifester who
0: struggles with holding on to one idea, path, or purpose. I have a feeling I could achieve my... N- on any number of things in life, and I've always been quite good at manifestation. But after working on an idea for a bit, I start second-guessing it. Nothing feels like the path anymore after I've tinkered with it for a bit, even though it lit me up in the beginning. What should I do?
1: MG. I'll let <laughs> I know you I answer like that. that.
0: You know this. Um, yeah, I definitely can empathize, sympathize. <laughs> this happens to me a lot. And I think I've spoken about this before, but it is really hard because I'll get an idea that I'm so excited about and I will like for two days or three days or a week straight, just like obsess over this, like do go down rabbit holes. Like if it's something that I want to like create or write, then I'm like building outlines, like going crazy. And then like one day I'm just like, "Mm." (laughs) like all that. And it feels like all that's been wasted or like, Mm -hmm. then am I not supposed, like, am I not going to go in this?
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. When you've been down these rabbit holes and you've like hit the wall where you're like, not, not for me anymore. Do you ever revisit them? Like, do you ever have the carrot to be like, maybe you should try that rabbit hole one more time? Or are you like, no, I've been there, done that, I'm cool. No, I definitely get that because I think part of me is like,
0: well, you should, like you. Oh, it's like societal. <laughs> yeah, kind so, of. societal, but all yeah, like don't be flaky. Uh, but but also, which is something that I've worked to, because flakiness has always been such a trigger for me and a yeah. fear of becoming. And I think with me being
1: an MG, I'm naturally
0: a little bit yeah, flaky. I think
1: all MGs need to do a little shadow work. Oh, hundred percent and own the fact that you're yeah. just what's the what's a better word for that if we reframe that?
0: Um Curious. Yeah, curious, I guess, and just more I for me it's like I'm more in touch with what I wanna do in the moment than like now that I'm more I'm like unblocked enough to truly feel what I'm feeling mm-hmm. and not like force myself to think otherwise. But I don't know. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I'll let you
0: continue and then I'll wrap Mm. that up a little bit. But yeah, and then I change like a path or an idea or um I was just talking to Jessica yesterday about how I have like three different ways that I want my life to go. Like I want to work and (laughs) do like social services and be a counselor for youth. (laughs) And then I want to like go to these organizations where I can do like art therapy. And then I also want to like be in the film business. Do I want to write or do I want to do photography or what? So it's like I'm constantly at this place where I'm like, which one do I want to take? And if I allow that to overwhelm me, then I feel so stuck because I'm like, well, I can't, I'm not going to, I can't choose any of them. Because then I'm like, what if it's the wrong decision? But I think with being an MG, I've allowed myself to just like, in the moment, like for a while, I was like, maybe I should go back to school and study, you know, whatever, psychiatry. Or psych I said this yesterday too, whatever, become a therapist. And so I like allowed myself to look at all the schools and it's just like allowing. Me to instead get really stuck by this question of like, oh, did I just spend a week down this path and that's not my path, and I've wasted that time, and like, should I, am I supposed to be doing something else now that my interests changed? Like, just allowing myself to pick up little pieces from everything I've explored, mm-hmm. and not be so hard on myself on the fact that I'm like curious <laughs> about different things, and maybe changing my mind and investing in time for one path and then having it switch to another. I've realized like in my past thinking of times when I've allowed myself just to kind of wander down a road it's it, and it, even if it changes into an entirely different direction I've I've used little pieces from all of that so yeah. I think being a non-specific manifester and like not always knowing which path you want to take or and you definitely sound like an mg so being an mg you're gonna like your path might just be one that goes all over a mountain, you know, like it doesn't have to be one straight path. So I found that like mine has a lot of little roundabouts and like dead ends where I have to go backwards, but it's all still like, I don't know. I feel like it's starting to align in a way where I can see where things can
1: intersect. And you're picking up like skill sets along Mm -hmm. the way, every way, you know? And so I asked that question earlier because just as like quick projector, I'm like, and then once you've explored something, you can just cross it off the list. If it's right. not yeah. the thing, so don't revisit, you know, That's unless true. you're getting a full soul yeah. pull mm-hmm. to do it. But how awesome that is. So many of us actually live in in fear doing the same thing forever because we're afraid to even explore and try these things. But you couldn't have suggested it better If I was working Mm -hmm. with somebody, I would be like, try each of these things and drop them as soon as you know it's a no, you know, follow, let your soul guide you. It's Mm -hmm. never going to lead you astray. It's in fact, when you're not listening to those pings and those poles those soul poles that you go off on the wrong road for way too long and when you start to it's scary but like only honor those that's when you I think you actually like find a linear path yeah. up the mountain a lot quicker than like the wrong path circling the mountain for so long exactly and yours might just have stairs that go like this up the mountain right and that's and sometimes
0: they're steep yeah <laughs> sometimes sometimes they're nice little like <laughs>
1: yeah totally.
0: slips hop skip jumps. Yeah. jump <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it's kind of fun to be able to be open to everything that you interests you. Especially if you're, you said that you are a good manifester, and you feel like you, yeah, have you could achieve a number of things. If you're, you know, you're, if you're, how do you know if you don't try? Right, exactly. I always think of when in college, it's like you choose an internship, and you're like, "Fuck, I hate this internship." But then I remember my mom always being like, "Well, now you know you don't want to do that."
1: Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) Like, thank God for your mom. So. I think that's
0: great. Do you believe in right timing? When we know what we have healing and unblocking to do, what do you feel is the truth behind timing of a big manifestation like a career path change or launch? That some... Unblocking and relearning to live just takes time to unfold and therefore can mean it's not yet right for a
1: manifestation to come through? Or is that bullshit and we can unblock as quickly as we allow ourselves to? The only thing that takes timing are expanders, I find. Um, I find when you're doing like the unblocking, we have full control over. And I certainly find that when we're doing the unblocking rapidly, um, the universe starts to get real friendly about sending us good tests or earthquakes to get us there a lot faster. The expander's piece is what I think we don't have as much control over. And I do believe those come at the right time for Mm -hmm. us when we're ready. I don't believe it's like as airy as that I believe they, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, they come when we've unblocked to a new level of worth. I think that worthiness aligns expanders that are in our worthiness, which continues to happen. So in essence, we technically do have a little bit of control with how fast those can come in. Um, However, That's for the person who is really doing the work, meaning like daily reprogramming, the thing that really pissed them off in ratio or hurt them or triggered them or whatever, or they feel ambivalent about, or they can't accept a compliment. That's the person who's really like hammer picking away daily, I think attract expanders far faster. And then I think once again, unblocking, for lack of a better word, shifts our vibration higher. Um, and expanders help to do that, the universe just starts getting really generous with if you need tests. (laughs) And, And what determines tests are if you settled in the past very low, you're going to get tests. But if you're actually like, didn't settle a lot in that subject, you've been okay with it, you just really needed expanding, let's say you don't get tons of tests, you know, tests are really a thing based on how low your worth was in that subject field before. If it was really low, you get a lot of tests of big ones. If it was kind of low, you just get little test. They're like, I don't even know what to call them, but they're like subliminally around you tests, you know, or little things that you can tell. But I do think we have actually like I'd say 90%, 85% control over how quickly things can go um, based. And this doesn't mean like over controlling and doing the work all the time and obsessing. It's like really understanding that rhythm of like, oh, whoa, look, I'm triggered in that. I need to go do the work on that. Oh, wow. That just brought an expander in two and three. And now, wow, I, I totally see to believe that can happen. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey, or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest unblocked inner child and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, now back to the episode. okay, this is a test, I got to pass it. It's Mm -hmm. like that kind of a flow. So I believe we do have a certain amount of control over it. And then I think I'd leave the 15% up to the universe connecting us with those Mm -hmm. expanders, the test needed that's, that's sort of the energetic that I see around it. If I were to give it a percentage.
0: Yeah. And I find that the times, um, that I try to like control the timing, I know it's not necessarily, you're not asking about setting, um, like a timeline, but whenever I'm trying again, really impatient. So whenever I'm like trying to, um, fast forward, like a trigger that I found, I just want to unblock it and it's not unblocking. I'm just like trying to force it. I find that that almost elongates it because yeah. I'm so closed off to this one trigger that I'm missing so many other tests too that are coming yeah. through that might be like circulating that specific trigger
1: or just like putting more pressure on myself. Is That's why I think it's so important to not try to perfect. It's yeah. much more about letting what's coming up in life dictate how you do the work. right? Exactly. And that's why we do like an, an all access subscription. So mm-hmm. you can access it anytime that Whatever things are need. coming up in life. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you go two weeks and Nothing's really come up, and then the thing happens. That's when I know I need to do the work. Is <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Got to do this.
0: So a lot of questions. A lot of people submitted questions with their own stories, but the main theme to literally half of the questions um, is like, how do you how do you tell the difference between a bridge job and a test? Like if you. Mm. And I have a lot of my friends ask this as well. Mm-hmm. So I can read a specific one if you if that's up. No, easy. I
1: think yeah. it's very simple to answer. It's a bridge job when you know you're going to have an expander you work under or you're going to pick up the skill set that takes you in the direction of the career you want. That's simple. Mm-hmm. If it's not those things. Um, and again, so like if you're going from waitressing, let's say, we'll take my example, waitressing and you're wanting to get into being an entrepreneur – I would want to therefore have any bridge job within the realm of a startup company where I know I'm going to be expanded by the people I'm working directly under and I'm going to pick up skill sets that are going to help me be an entrepreneur doesn't mean it has to be in wellness entrepreneur you know it it can be very broad but it's taking me out of waitressing and even if it's client service at the startup where I'm literally answering the phone and greeting people at the door, I'm going to be fully massively surrounded by expansion and skill sets and ability to move up and learn as much as I want, ask as many questions I want. That's a bridge job. That's where, and then a test is just something to get you by financially, no matter what. Um, That's going to be okay too, but you'll just receive more tests and you're going to have to get really strong when you're calling in the next thing. However, if you take the bridge job, um, you're going to expand so quickly and things like that, that, that manifestation is just going to happen so much faster.
0: Yeah. Because someone was asking as well, like, um, they're looking for a bridge job, but the ones that were coming through, it felt like they were cutting the val her value in terms of like what they were offering to pay her. Yeah. And, um, so can- I guess in that sense, she was asking more of like, can you be tested in bridge jobs? Can those be? I'll tested?
1: give you examples of this where I tell people to stay pretty open. Like when we were first opening up, as people have seen, we open up a position. I don't even know what we call it, customer support, I think. That's my personal assistant as well as the person who's dealing with all of the customer support coming in. Um, a woman who applied for us, Nikki, I'll be really open. Nikki applied. Nikki had been project managing at a corporate place. Um she had she was making not double like a fourth more than what we were offering for this entry level position and she had benefits which we're just moving into in the company now um paid time off which we're just moving into in the company now and we were like we're sorry you're so great but this is all we can offer you and she took it cuz she's a very intuitive person and she took it knowing that it was in the direction of where she wants to go in career and under a month she was promoted to project manager and now project manager or directors of, of operations. And she makes now just a little bit beneath what her initial size. So it's like, that's a bridge job. You're going to move up. You're going to learn things. You're going to be in the realm you want to be in, even if you're taking a pay cut. And that's why I like to, this is what I did. This is what I like to advise everybody. Be, get your life free. So, when I worked at that VFX house, the coolest expander I was ever around was this woman named Georgie, who was Australian and an Aries, and like <laughs> I think five years older than me. And at the time, I was living in like my first apartment in Marina del Rey that was 2000 dollars $2, a month, and had all these bills. and And Georgie was like, "Lacey." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, the smartest thing you're ever going to do in your twenties is li- live as cheap as possible. Go find the cheapest rent you can find, get rid of your bills so you can be as free as possible. Cause these are the years like that. You need it. You need to, you know, be fluid. And she traveled all the time, did whatever she wanted. She was working freelance there, owned a house in Australia. She was nuts. But, um, I went, Phew word to the wise. It's brilliant. <laughs> and so if you're in this area, you're not set in your like path yet. Like I would say I'm set in my path, you know, it's like, I've manifested all the things I was asking for. I do the work I wanted to be doing. I'm I, I'm in my path. If you're not there yet, like you're still figuring it out, live as cheaply as possible so you can take those opportunities. And it's not like you're being undervalued. It's just, that's what the company has, right? You know, or whatever. If it meets all the bridge requirements, keep your lifestyle free. That way you can go, cool, I'll be at that place for six months and then I can It'll give me everything I need to now transfer, um, into something else. We have a great example of this and we'll see how this goes. Final conversations today with the team and I, but my oldest brother, he's 21. He grew up in Modesto, California. All he knows is what he's been around. Um, he's always loved being, he's like a computer geek and really good gamer and, um, His parents weren't paying for his college when he got out of school, but they paid for his stepsister. Don't get into like the trauma he's been (laughs) through with that family. But um, basically, he was like, I'm going to his dad's the sheriff. My mom's a paramedic. And so he was like, the job I have to get to put myself through school is to become a I can't remember dispatcher. He's like he's the person who you call 911 and they answer pays good money, has great benefits. He fucking hates it. That's what he's been doing. And he's miserable and they're treating him badly because, of course, he's getting pushed out of a nest. And I was talking to my mom and I'm like, well, he is really computer savvy. We could really use like the perspective of a male who lives in a kind of a rural area you know, to start being able to speak to everybody. So I talked to the team and I'm like, would you guys be open to, like, if we did a paid internship with him? And I proposed it to him. I'm like, this is a four-month paid internship. You are going to learn every skill set within the company to be an entrepreneur. Even if wellness and this thing isn't your thing, mm-hmm. you're going to literally, for two months, learn everybody's role and how to do it. And then the next two months, you can pick a division you want to specialize in and support. So it's like when you leave here, you'll be able to have a resume to work at kind of anything, you know? So it's like he's going to take a pay cut, he's going to be an intern. It's scary. He has an apartment, he has a car payment, he has benefits right now, but it's like, at the end of these four months, this is his bridge job to give him freedom to the next thing he wants. So that's my like really long spiel on that, especially if there were a lot of questions.
0: I am in a toxic job, but doing boundary work, saving a fuck you fund and working on my dream career on the side. Do I stick out a toxic bridge job and fully build my fuck you fund, which will likely take another year? Or do I find another bridge job? I'm a generator with sacral authority and starting to notice some stomach issues, which feels connected.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Another bridge job. You just, or this one, you're just going to be uh, how do you say it? Like accruing more tests. Mm-hmm. If you get out of it, you'll accrue magnetism, which will support <laughs> you getting the next job. It's so hard, as Lila can like tell yeah. you, that that process is hard. There's so much growth in it. And your nervous system mm-hmm. has to get stronger. It challenges you. But hundred percent, start calling in that next job and and go back to the brave roadmap, like let that help you, even though you know the answer, let it give you the insight you need and the tools you need right now to move through each next baby step to make that happen. I think. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think of my first job that I talk about a lot, but my first job where I was very unhappy and just, I had to leave without, um, I just had to leave and I got a few other bridge jobs to keep me afloat. But, um, but yeah, when you're in that space of just like, not wanting to be there and it's if it's toxic it's just putting you in low worth um it's it's hard to expand in other ways or right? yeah. i found it, it's hard to like be able to move forward
1: in, and and i do. think your worth diminishes mm-hmm. over time. Absolutely. Like you have to rebuild that after so it's like before you get into that process be i mean it's so scary yeah. you just have to go for it
0: How can you remain in high self-worth when a coworker is disrespectful, dismissive, and bulldozes over your boundaries? I've done work to find my own center to where I'm no longer enraged, but I still feel shaky and dismayed after our interactions.
1: Usually when you've attracted that type of person, it's because they resemble something in your life. They're a mirror of somewhere you experienced low self-worth growing up. Usually it's a sibling, or it could have been a bully in school. Um, It could have been the way one of your parents... Treated your other parents. So, a really good place is to take this through that shadow and inner child reparent, DRE, to actually figure out the root cause of why you've attracted this. Those uh, questions will be helpful as well to just get to that root, because when you understand that root, it's not really this person. It's really um, the universe is throwing this person at you in order for you to unblock this recurring it will continue to recur in your life, recurring relationship dynamic because you've asked for something greater. And I would argue it's probably in money or love, you're consciously or unconsciously asking for something greater and it can't come through until you have more worth in this very specific dynamic. So in a weird way, there's such a gift. And in the conscious realm, you might've found your center. You know how to navigate it-ish for survival, but until you get to the root, um, and actually dismantle so that this this mirror, this dynamic stops in your life. And this can go a couple of ways. It's so funny how energy works, but when you really do unblock this and consciously you start to stand in your worth after like the center you've found. After you get to the root, um, there's this can only go a couple of ways. A, this person will get fired and leave. You guys will move departments, weirdly. Uh, or you, it might continue for a little bit, just testing you to make sure that you've really actually nibbed this in the bud. Uh, but eventually it has to fall off or you'll find something else and leave. But the real, real gold here is actually getting to the root of why you're attracting this experience and heal it. Uh, and then consciously reinforce in the conscious state that you won't take it any longer, or it'll just continue. May it be a partner in the future, or a, a in law, or something. It's just going to be something that follows you until, and that manifestation you've been calling in won't be able to fully come through until this is unblocked. Mm-hmm.
0: I manifested my dream relationship when I started this work and I've done all the workshops except partnership or unblock love because I found my person. However, I'm working to unblock my relationship to money and no money and love is closely tied. Would working through partnership or unblock love help in the career and money aspect of my life? Or should I revisit
1: another workshop? Honestly, it could be very helpful. Don't let it alarm you. There are aspects that are probably going to highlight why you're maybe not hundred percent satisfied in this relationship you may be 100% satisfied but there's always that's just a relationship there's always components of relationships that need work or need attention or need growth so just know those might pop up but i would be curious to see what comes up while doing it also i'm getting the channeling and the ping to tell you to to do no it sounds like you've done it before but right now could be very useful for you i don't know why but that's what i'm receiving to tell you right now when you were unblocking like a lot of dating stuff, Lilo, what were the most helpful, not dating, because obviously yeah, she's focused on money. I meant money because you, you spent a lot of time yeah. on that. What What were the most helpful things for you?
0: Um, Really? <laughs> I'm trying to even think. Um, it was a lot of, it was more, yeah, I guess it was more about figuring out why I had that lack, lack mentality. And instead of, of putting so much focus on money itself. It was a lot about learning to surrender and learning to let go of control because that was my issue with, yeah. with money is like wanting to control how much I had and like budget everything. And then I would freak out if I like had $5 less than I thought. So, um, so learning how to just like let go and know that I deserved to enjoy
1: my, the fruits of my labor. And to be, not to be confused because many could hear that and be like, Oh, I've just got to get less oh, yeah, on yeah, my yeah. spending <laughs> and stuff. So she was like targeting her actual issues, which was control. Like, right. And really what that came down to was trying to control security. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was really learning how to start being in your worth and deservingness about security is the energetic.
0: Yeah. So I focused less on, on the fact that like I wasn't making a lot of money or like money wasn't coming through. I let that kind of drive me to the work. But then after uncovering what was behind that and the energetic behind that, that I just learned to release in all aspects of my life and That full integration, I think, was really helpful because everything is um, uh, holistic.
1: It really (laughs) is. And honestly, how love and money are mostly intertwined energetically is you're being tested where you're blocked in one with tests the same thing is applicable in money. So for instance, a really good thing for you is to take a look at your relationship or yourself and look at the ways you might not be able to fully show up in this relationship or they might not, or your boundaries, even though it might be a very happy relationship, your boundaries might be impeded on a little bit. They may just not know better. It's how they were raised. You know, We're all human. So looking at those may have ties as well to why you might be experiencing still that's how the love and money connection can be so there's something in no obviously for you but once you learn what those are in your relationship you don't necessarily have to take them through love you can actually take the pieces you get from how the aspects of the relationship that aren't all there for you mm-hmm. or for them and actually take that through the DREs will give you clarity a lot quicker. So I, I mean, my favorite, and we're putting new ones out soon. Yeah. <laughs> new, I don't know when all that's being launched, but very soon, a lot of new stuff coming before the new year. So um, my favorite for this again is always shadow and inner child because it's just so quick and clear, or there's one for the triggering. You can kind of get the clarity through that. But that's how you can look at love and money is where are you being tested, where your boundaries being tested. That's a good. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I even just thought of when I broke up with my um, last boyfriend, I, that was like right in the middle of, I think I had started with you not that long ago. And I was really diving into this work. And I realized that I was holding on to that relationship because I didn't want to let go of that security and like being like, oh, well, he's good enough. Mm -hmm. He's like, I have that.
1: love <laughs> emotionally yeah. too. emotionally <laughs> unavailable. I'm like mm, or love avoided. Yeah,
0: love, very love avoided. What is the best way to navigate being fired from a job without a fuck you fund in order to stay in high self worth?
1: Well, <laughs> if your trust muscle is strong, it could be very simple for you. Uh, let me think to the times I've done this in my life. Um, <clears throat> If honestly, when you get to a place where your trust muscle is really strong, you're very unblocked, you're very expanded, you won't need fuck you funds anymore. It won't matter at all because the next thing will come through so quickly when you're ready for it. But if you aren't in those spaces, the most important things to do right now is to be unblocking constantly, expanders constantly, and passing tests. And you are going to be tested most likely very... It'll get very scary (laughs) at some point where every, you won't have things. It's so hard to stay in your worth with testing at this level. If you've had very low self-worth from the thing you've left. And usually it's very telling if you've left something without a fuck you fund, you just couldn't take it anymore. So you left. Um, so usually your worth is very low, right? If you just couldn't take it anymore energetically, it was an environment that wasn't great for you or treating you well, or maybe you're just a wild Aries. I don't know, but, um, (laughs) It is so important to be unblocking and expanding right now. And if you are, I mean, the universe is always going to be there to help you, you know, so even if you do have to take a test bridge job, kind of like the first question, it's going to be very important once you have that little bit of stability again to be looking for the next bridge job that's actually really in alignment with what you want. And you are just going to be, again, accruing tests. And that's okay. It's totally fine. Like tests are hard and they, (laughs) they get very easy as your trust muscle gets stronger. But then you're going to be manifesting a subject that, again, is really on the Achilles heel of something that is your core issue, you know, like whether it's security, that can always be mine. Uh, And then the tests are going to get really hard again. And so that's just a part of this process. And when you do get that trust muscle in ratio to other things you've manifested before, you're going to be able to have a little bit of like an invisible vine to grab onto as you're leaping through for the next thing. So even if you're accruing tests, it's part of life you're living, you know, and it's hard and this whole experience of hardness is actually going to be the coolest thing that defines you in the long run. I've been through that so many times in my life. Um, And if you don't have a fuck you fun, this in itself is is a learning lesson and that's fine. And you can work your ass off to be expanding. And the biggest thing right now is getting into your worth. And it doesn't mean superficial getting into your worth. I got to talk about this energetic actually (laughs) a little bit because people get this very confused. And part of the reason that I approach this work the way that I do is to make it as actionable and tangible as as possible because we're talking about energetic. So it's actually really hard to distill that down into actionable formulaic steps. Um, So I want to talk about the worth piece because if you don't understand it, it, there can be falseness and worth, right? I'll give an example, like somebody who's been in a job for a little while, hasn't proved their worth. And they're like, why should be the directors of this thing? Because they're so in their worth. Well, that's not worth. Worthiness actually is usually accompanied by quiet humbleness and quiet gracefulness because Mm -hmm. you're so worthy. There's nothing to prove. Uh, You're seen things come to you so simply and easily. So there's sometimes this thing that people can do that's a fake egoic worth. That's not worth. It's all energetics. You can't lie to energy. (laughs) (laughs) There's, you know, energy is moving. So if you're like, oh, well, I'm really in my worth. You know, when I take this next job, I'm not going to, subconsciously, are you really in your worth? You know, have you gotten there? So right now, the key thing to be working on is getting in your worth. And that's a lot of unblocking, a lot of expanding, finding your surrender, finding your gracefulness right now. That's, real worth. That's the energetic you need when you don't have a fuck you fun and you're navigating this next step.
0: Yeah. I like the emphasis on grace because that's how I see it too. You just like let things go. You know, you don't need validation from anyone. You don't need to prove yourself.
1: No. Who is it? Thomas,
0: Thomas Shelby.
1: Oh (laughs) I haven't watch watched Bliners?
0: the new, <laughs> I'm about to binge the new season. Oh my, God, the
1: whole time I'm like, do I want to sleep with him or yeah. be him? I can't I tell It's what it is. Oh but my. he's a great one to watch. Again, it's like a gangster. Right? It's like a lot of things that aren't, you know, like socially acceptable, but um, he's in his worth. There's a very quiet, knowing humbleness of not needing to prove. Everything's quiet, strategic, Uh, that's worth, that's worth, worthiness. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I just received the first paycheck for my
0: bridge job after a year of unemployment. The same day I received the letter from the IRS saying that I owe them exactly the same amount of money that I just received. It took me a year-long rut to manifest this bridge job. A year ago, I had a major almost manifestation with a job that was everything on my list, but that did not go through what are the energetics behind all this? Why did I receive this money to get it
1: taken away right after? What should I work on? Because you are very close to getting <laughs> this like dream thing. It. If I'm referring back to this correctly, this is a, a great bridge job, right? That they're in. Um. She's Yeah. She just manifested a bridge job. Yes. So uh, there's you're just moving at a, sl- for whatever reason, Let me see if I can tap into, you are moving at a slower pace. Yeah. So the clarity around it is that, um, how do I distill this energy that is communicated? Uh, you are, you doubt yourself. So it's not as easy for you to, uh, grab onto that next grapevine or, uh, you know, that vine you doubt yourself. So for you, it takes a little, you're probably maybe a Virgo or something, I don't know for sure, <laughs> but it takes you a minute to really, really trust your instinct and really uh, believe in yourself. So that's why this process is just taking a little bit longer for you. However, when this happens um, and just knowing that, let that sink in. Maybe you're like, that's not me, but let it sink in because letting it sink in is going to give you the tools of how to quicken that, speed that up in your life a lot. But You got the bridge job and then you got the IRS check right for the same amount. It means the universe is testing you Mm -hmm. and it's testing you big. So it means you're very actually close to the thing you want. So it's really great. There's not a ton of work right now except to pass the test. And what that means, again, like the perfect energetic to passing these bigger tests that are like really nervous system stressful. It means you're the, the more it's like that, the closer you are uh, when you're at this phase of manifestation. So the big, big thing right now is to surrender when you're being your grace and (laughs) surrender when you're passing that test. Uh, even if it scares the shit out of you, it's okay to feel all of those feelings. Feelings don't matter. in manifestation as much as actions matter and as much as subconscious, uh, projection matters. So really big thing right now is to just take each little, uh, test that's coming like that you kind of it's like you're eating shit with a smile on your (laughs) face it's like I see a universe keep them coming because I'm this is where I'm going and this is where I'm headed and it's kind of like a magic dark you're sort of in a magic dark that's exactly what's happening even though you have a bridge job it's a magic dark you're very close so um and and stop I is doubting yourself the right energetic your thing is like stop um yeah, I guess doubting yourself is the right way to say it. It's like you're taking a while of like trusting and showing up. So stop that. Listen to my words and stop that (laughs) if you can. Um, And that's what's going to lead to getting this thing if it hasn't already arrived by the time this airs.
0: Yeah. What DRE would be most beneficial for reprogramming limiting beliefs around money? For example, debt is a part of life. If you're in your 20s, you will financially struggle. You won't have time to do anything else besides paying off debt.
1: More than anything, expanders are going to be important for that kind of social commentary it would be different if it was a like a very big li- limiting childhood belief. And that's equally as important. We're actually putting out a DRE soon that's just about money. So um, I know there's one for prosperity right now, but this one's actually really targeted on, on the money piece. But for you, seeking enough expanders where that's just debunked, that's actually what's going to make you manifest a lot quicker with that kind of social commentary coming at you. What do you think, Lila? You've been able to like, you're way more ahead than I was at your age with that kind of yeah. stuff.
0: Well, I have <laughs> I guess I have surrendered to the fact that debt is a debt in terms of like for me it's student debt. And I remember Which I
1: feel like is invisible. That's debt. well, that's how I I've totally washed after. I mean it's not for the people that are feeling the feelings yeah. of it, but Which I was. You know. But
0: yeah, I think I've had a lot of um because again, I like to like control things, which I'm learning to surrender to the feeling underneath, Danny. But, <laughs> um, but I'm like, you know, feel like I should be doing a million things right now, and I've had so many people just like tell me in different ways that no, you're in your 20s, you're not supposed to, and just having that reinforcement was
1: also really helpful. So I feel like that was
0: whenever I feel like I'm getting these little messages, I feel like I'm in some sort of flow.
1: Oh, and kind of going back to that quote from Mel, it's like the universe is speaking. Yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. Yeah, like that. um
0: yeah, so maybe that's like a cheap way to answer
1: this question. I come but... up with a name for those kind of expanders mm-hmm. because it's not a reality expander, it's not a traditional expander, but it's something that's helping you like energetically feel um right where you're supposed to be confident in that. It's Mm -hmm. a different type of expander. I have to come up with a terminology around that.
0: Yeah. And I feel like the times when I do accept those messages and it's like I've like opened up a door to them because I'm sure I've gotten them before and been like dismissed them. them Yeah. Or haven't noticed even like a pattern of them. But now I, I can really tune into that. And that has helped. I know that's kind of doesn't fully answer your question, but I'm wondering what it means when you hit a high point in your relationship at the same time as a financial rock bottom. For example, I was so thrilled when I got engaged to my longtime partner over the summer. And then days later, when leaving a low-worth job, I was denied money I'm owed from the client. All the while, I've been trying to build up my own business and really stepping into my worth. And now I'm just in so much financial turmoil as that money was supposed to be my fuck you fund.
1: Yeah, uh, it just means that you're up leveling really quickly. So um, what's a good example of this? We know some for sure. So it's where... um, like a great example, it's like the company can be doing so well, but my frequency is up leveling. So that means that all of a sudden there's like fall off of old people, new people now are coming in that are up. You know, it's like that started happening, I think back in like almost February, right? It was Mm -hmm. really starting then. So it's like the more you're up leveling, things in your life start falling off and then the tests follow them to see if you're a lot. Honestly, that's the theme of this is a lot of people in here up leveling and things like IRS checks are hitting you. And that all always, when that happens, the universe never punishes you. It's testing you to see. And it all goes back to the workshop up level, really. So it's like right now you're going through a little bit of a rock bottom as the workshop I'd work through and then move right into up level. And that's why we created it last year, because there are three energetics around these. So when your frequency raises, so like let's say you're now committing to this partnership. It's really exciting for you. It's taking you in that bigger direction you want to go. You're up-leveling. So the things now in your life that aren't in frequency with that anymore are going to start to fall off. And it's not usually that graceful if you have (laughs) self-worth issues around it. If you have like high self-worth and you're super expanded in those areas, they'll fall off gracefully and something else will implant themselves. But it's just very telling that you have work to do in those areas. So For you specifically, it's a really great thing. I know it's really scary. I would imagine security like us is one of your main core issues that you're being asked to work through. If not, if it's going to happen when you work through them to get your company now on par with the relationship frequency, right? That up-leveled space, not the relationship in particular, but you're emitting a certain frequency there. So, you're being tested. I would certainly go and do rock bottom and move into up level with the focused around your finances. You will get a plethora of downloads and ideas and whys and action steps through those two workshops, really targeting on the whole money issue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's all good. Really good. <laughs> heart. Gonna be a better year next year. <laughs> That's like when I up level and
0: everything, I lose oh, all my stuff. I lost my car key, I lost my favorite necklace, my hard drive
1: broke. Speaking of the workshop, <laughs> up level. Yeah, <laughs> the of- irony, the irony in this. When Lila's frequency <laughs> rises, this electronics, down. Yeah. yeah, like the memory
0: card, like randomly wouldn't read <laughs> oh, after I we know. filmed
1: something on it. So we did. We filmed all of the up level <laughs> workshops. Just here, and Lila went to Turks and Cacaos. Is that how you say it? Caicos, the- not it's not chocolate. Went <laughs> with her family, and basically, what was it like? Half the workshops half were the lost. Workshops,
0: yeah. My hard drive broke somehow, yeah. and um. And
1: poor Lila's stuck on this no, vacation, no, I like, was like losing it. Literally,
0: we had to go. We didn't have to, but we went scuba diving, and the whole time I was like. I <laughs> have to like really breathe, but I'm like and the, the whole time like trying not to like
1: panic. Because I was like, well, like "Don't worry, worry Lila, we'll shoot it on all." Weekend. And we were like rebranding the entire company secretly yeah, at the time. It was yeah, a big, that was big a time. So <laughs> luckily, well, not luckily. You'd probably prefer things were breaking around yeah. you, but yours is uh, your your core security mm-hmm. things being tested, and it's great because this company that you're in wants to work out.
0: Mm-hmm. Can one truly manifest abundance and a dream career with energy vampires all around all the time? I'm surrounded by people suffering from depression, anxiety. My mother um, and a lot of members of my family have mental health issues. I seem to be a magnet. By nature, I'm an internal optimist. I truly believe anything is possible. But on a daily, sometimes hourly basis, my world is clouded by the negative energy of those I care for. Removing the negative people from my life is not an option. How can I manifest my dream occupation with this energy around me?
1: Yeah, that's your big test right now. It's so hard. Um, like, I I think to turn to someone, like, if she's still taking sessions, because she seems to really have tools around this, but Dr. Nicole mm-hmm. lapira is that how I say it? Who was on our podcast, yeah. like a real, you know, holistic psychologist that can truly help you, like give you the tools around this, because unfortunately, you are going to have to create massive boundaries um, and remove yourself from that situation. It doesn't mean that you can't have relationships with these people, but they have to be very boundaryed. And somebody like that would really be an incredible, I think, resource to hold your hand through that process because you're obviously a very empathic person. You're obviously a codependent person, things I can really resonate with. Um, and it's going to be a journey but they are holding the place right now of your abundance. So they're literally blocking it because love and money is connected. And this is a different version of how your boundaries are being impeded on. So it's not going to be like fully possible until you have those boundaries and you're in your worth and those boundaries very secure. So I personally, we can link that below. I would get in touch Mm -hmm. with her. I know she has a lot of great free resources, but during the time we did the podcast, she was still taking clients. And I think it was reasonable. Yeah. So I would definitely look into that or look into another boundary specialist who can really help you with codependency. You're an empath and boundaries with these with these family members. It's so hard, but you chose them like to come through. And I certainly have been surrounded around this kind of stuff in my life. And it's it's hard. It's really hard going through that process. I wish I had had the ability at the time to have somebody help me through that. I just had to like bumble through it. Um, and now it's it's very clean and cut and boundaryed.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure um, your situation specifically, but knowing that you can ask for help, you yeah. don't have to be the one holding this container for all of them.
1: Absolutely. Alone, yeah. Which can be helpful.
0: So, last question. I'm calling in a new job as I am burnt out at my current one. As I am unblocking and moving through unblocked money, I find I suddenly hate all of my clothing, appearance, and style. Is this common? And how do you recommend navigating a desire for a total overhaul of your physical being while actively calling in new finances and a career path to support the next phase of your life? No. (laughs) I'll let you answer this one, Lila. Yeah, it's funny. I actually fully resonate because I feel like I've never, not saying that I have good style, but I've never really been, I've always been a jeans and a t-shirt girl, but once I started and I still am, but, but once I started doing this work, it's like, I almost got, I got in touch with this piece of myself. It was like, now that I was starting to uncover who I truly am, I had this intense desire to, to like decorate her and more or less like I, I had this, it's like, once you, you do this for me, once I do this work and you get a little, you get more in touch with your authentic being your authentic self, you, you have such a desire to show that person off and, or not show them off, but to be that person externally as well. Um, and this is just what happened to me again. But so I, I think that that could just be, I don't know, again, this answers your question, but, um, but yeah, like just wanting to re-identify yourself physically because you feel more, of yourself internally.
1: Yeah. And honestly, we're all animals. It's a really sim- simple analogy, even though it's an amphibian, I think, right? A snake's an amphibian. Mm. Or amphibians <laughs> are just, hey, science. Hey, didn't go to college. Uh, I remember that. I did
0: and I don't know.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm going to call them animals, animal totem spirits. <laughs> okay. But like, look at the analogy, right? You're growing, right? So look at a snake, it sheds its skin. To grow, you know, and um, similarly with animals, I mean, Barley's an exception. She like molts because she's hypoallergenic, but our other dog does, you know, it's like you shed and the new growth comes through. You're just growing. And I know for me, I do this actually very often. I'll look at things I used to wear, possessions I used to have even a year ago and be like, who was that? Oh, (laughs) I'm so different now, you know, so my expression is so different. And I always like to talk about getting in touch with that authentic projection, like who lives, who are the people or the archetypes that live down there in your subconscious, your true core essence. You know, and I talk about mine and they change sometimes, but it's like sometimes like a suave Italian man from the (laughs) forties. He's like sometimes a pioneer woman, you know, it just changes. And I think being able to emulate that, whatever it is energetically in your life is really important because it's a projection. It's like, to me, I see it energetically as like projecting your aura brighter, being seen more, you know, being felt more. So I think both answers are a great conjunction to reaffirm. Yes. Oh my gosh do the workshop, no, and fucking get rid of anything (laughs) that doesn't identify now with where you're at so that the universe and yourself can help you fill that space for that true projection Mm -hmm. of where you are now.
0: And also it it feels like maybe you're asking too, how do you financially support an overhaul um, if you're trying to call in new finances? Um, But I think there are a lot of ways to just make little changes. For me, I... Yeah, like I'll shop at a thrift store that has like cheaper sweaters for what I'm looking for. Or like, you know, you can play around with making your own jewelry or just doing things that maybe don't cost as much as getting rid of your entire entire closet, and then going to Nordstrom and <laughs>
1: refilling yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I always, even when I was the brokus, I, A, used how to manifest the workshop <laughs> shop that to call in a <laughs> lot of good vintage clothing. But also, I love the French, you know, the token, and who knows if this is really French, but like everybody's like, the French closet. That's very small. It's not, it's, quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. And so it's like really investing in like that key, you know, one piece that's not as cheap for the season. Maybe it's a boot or something or whatever. And the rest you can fill in with basics that are more affordable. And then the cool thrift find, you know, it, it, there's just so many ways to go about it to ha- to really, I think, land on this expression of self, but doing it budgetarily and honestly using manifestation to call in what you want. I (laughs) manifest so much shit. It's crazy. Now it's like, I don't even think about it. And people are just sending me the shit (laughs) that I was thinking I wanted, you know? So it's like, there's such a way to do it using manifestation and do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes total sense. Absolutely. So on that ending note, I wonder if there's any other good takeaways for Korea right now for people, like any other little downloads you've been getting through this process, Of transition or. I don't know. I think.
0: I've said this a million times, but figuring out like, what do you value Mm. and letting, letting that kind of, I don't know, following that, like what, what do you value? What lights you up? What inspires you?
1: Find your authentic code. Yeah. Find
0: your authentic code and know that find expanders too, that can show you and start unblocking. Like you can, there is that perfect job. There is like what you want exists and if it doesn't you have the ability to create it like totally. there's no there's no limit you, if you dream of something but you find yourself being like ah oh, but that's like I could never do that or whatever really focusing on why you feel that way because you can
1: yeah and unblock
0: it <laughs> Yeah, find expanders exactly past
1: tests <laughs> and there it is I hope that expanded many of you in the way of career and money. And I hope Lila gets to serve as an expander too of how to really beautifully and gracefully exit your current work environment while manifesting and transitioning into your next and while holding a bridge job and having a fuck you fund. So if you found this expansive, please send it to any friends or family or loved ones in your life that are struggling financially or want to move into that next career of choice and certainly review us, give us five stars. It helps bump us to the top so that we keep making wonderful content.